Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast and this is episode 38. everyone. It's great to be here as usual. Now, I didn't want to end 2019 on a low after the outcome of the general election, which was last week's episode. And funnily enough, even though I'm not a celebrant of Christmas, what I've heard over and over again from people is that they're just not feeling it this year. You know, I heard something that was really so true about the outcome of that thing, which was that the people rallying for a Labour victory were more campaigning for people who have less than them or people who are less fortunate than them. Those people who were doing that rallying and entering into this thing with that moral behind them, they know they'll be fine. But they'll also continue to worry about those less fortunate than themselves following the result. And I think that's what's contributing to people feeling like they're on a low. And I agree with this. As I said, I'm not a political person. But what I am is a person who advocates for those people in a much weaker position than myself. Because we have been there. We know what it's like to be at the will of the state. And so it makes me proud to see the calibre of people who are hoping for better outcomes for the poorest and most disadvantaged in society. Okay, so that said, we are where we are. And so I wanted to try to give a steer on how we need to get back to motivating ourselves by planning our way into the start of 2020. And the best thing you can do is to keep your spirits up. And the way to keep your spirits up is to get back to doing you. Get back to what you need to be doing to strengthen your plans to live your best life. And this is what I'm going to be focusing on this week, because this week I want us to plan our way into 2020. Now, you're listening to this podcast for a reason. And my main themes are about personal and small business development towards using your downtime. Remember that? Your six to nine to increase your income so that you can eventually buy yourself out of your job to live your best life in Africa or a hot country of your choice. And remember, we talk about three different types of living. We talk about being able to have as many holidays as you want, if that's your thing. And we also talk about long staying in that hot country, whether that's a month, two to three months, because you know that you can financially afford to do so. And then finally, we talk about living in that hot country 
for most of your year and then visiting family in the UK. So when we talk about plans to live your best life, those are the three types of plans we're talking about. Now, buying yourself out of your job doesn't just happen by accident. It takes a lot of work and commitment to buy yourself out. But more importantly, it takes continued hard work and a commitment to stay out. But once you're out with a plan that you're working, I guarantee you, you will experience a completely different quality of life because the first thing that will change will be your own optimism for your own future. Now, when we're looking at planning for our new year, the 2020 thing that's just around the corner, the first thing we need to do is not try to do too much so that we scare ourselves. In my view, we should be planning for at least the first six months of our year. And we should also give our planning the time it deserves. Me, when I'm planning, I like to take at least a day so I can fully scope out all the things I want to achieve for the forthcoming year. And so I kind of thought to myself, well, maybe I need to give some direction on this. Because I want you to dream big, not just in 2020, but for this decade. Because if you're like me, you're going to be wondering where the last 10 years have gone. We woke up and it was 2010 and now we've woke up again and it's 2020. And so this decade, I want us to be able to mark our progress and say to ourselves that this is the decade that I put a stake in the ground and achieved my heart's desire. So this week, I'm going to share with you the top four things I do to plan out my year. And I'm doing this because I want you to feel inspired to achieve at least one key goal you want to reach as we move into the first year of the new decade. Now, I'm not going to keep you, so let's keep it moving. Number one on my list is that I brainstorm what a wildly successful year for me would look like. Because this is my opportunity to put all my goals in play. It's not about what I can and cannot achieve at this stage. Nah, it's about daring to dream big by thinking about how happy I would be if I could achieve everything in a year that I would want to achieve in that year. Now, when you do this exercise, I don't want you to think you're setting yourself up to fail by thinking your eyes should not be bigger than your belly. Here, I want your eyes and your heart's desires to be as big as you can make them. Why? You know, as African descent people, we have a real issue with shame. Not wanting to be shamed and not wanting to feel shame. And because of this, we often play small. Not just out in the open, but also in our private spaces too. We never want to overextend what we believe we can achieve and at times completely miss the point that if we can visualise our heart's desires in our mind's eye, 
And if we continue to visualise our heart's desires with the same intensity as when we first put those desires in motion, we would have a much better shot at achieving all of our heart's desires. What we often overlook is that by putting those desires out there into the public domain to be scrutinised by people we love and care about, that public acknowledgement can act as a motivator to keep us moving towards doing and achieving what we said we would do and achieve. And once you get into the habit of holding yourself to account, you'll find that this level of scrutiny becomes a driver in you to keep you moving forward. So I want you to brainstorm, get a piece of paper or whatever you use to write things down with and just list. I want you to just put down as many things as you can think of that you would like to achieve in the next year. Remember, we're not trying to achieve them all, but I want you to get these things out of you so that you have a record of what you're trying to do. Number two on my list is to prioritise which things you are definitely going to aim for in 2020 and to then decide on which things you won't negotiate over in order to achieve that goal or that thing you want to achieve. In other words, what are the things I'm going to do that I must do in order to achieve the goals I've set for myself this year? To give you an idea of what I mean, I'll use last year's big goal for me, which was to set up this podcast. Now, when I was planning this in October 2018, I knew that in setting up the podcast, starting the podcast would be easy. But I was also under no illusions that in order to keep the podcast going, there would be some key things that I would not be able to negotiate about. And these were, number one, making sure I produce a copy of the podcast every week. Number two, making sure I upload the podcast as near to the same day and same time every week. Number three, making sure that the content that I put out is credible and worthy of the time you take to listen to it. And number four, making sure that I made time to achieve actions one to three. Now, you'll be surprised at the level of commitment it takes to produce a podcast and keep that podcast going. And unless you're committed to the things you will absolutely not negotiate about, you'll lose commitment and likely start to make excuses until you drop the habit first time around and then drop the habit again and before you know it you continue to drop the habit and then find it difficult to come back because of the time that you have lost in not keeping to task. So when you're thinking about your big goals for 2020 I want you to also consider the things you won't negotiate about 
in pursuit of achieving that goal. Number three on my list is planning and calendaring. Now, what do I mean by that? I am a key believer that if we fail to plan, then we plan to fail. So in pursuit of your 2020 goals, I want you to plan out what the next six months will look like. If you've been following this podcast, then you'll know I'm all about the importance of making new money. So, for example, if your dream for 2020 is to write and publish a book as a way of making new money and start yourself on the path to launching your side hustle that will eventually buy back your time, then you should want to plan out what the next six months work will look like working backwards from your goal. This means that if by July 2020, I want to have finished the book, then I would need to look at the number of days or weeks or months that I have to plan for before I can expect to meet my goal of having the finished product. If this is you, then I would expect that you list the number of different tasks that you have to achieve in that time frame and cost those tasks in terms of your time. So, for example, let's say I'm the person that's writing the book. If I'm planning that time, then I have to think about what story I'm going to write and how long writing that story will take me. I might think about how long I'll need to get my storyboard together, to think of the beginning, the middle and the ending of the story. I'll also need to think about whether I need to research anything and how I'll produce the draft finished copy of my book. What if I need illustrations? How long will that take me? If I need to sit with an illustrator so they can get a feel for the kind of images I want them to create, how much time do I need to build in for that? If I need a proofer, how long will it take me to get the book ready for the proofer so they'll have enough time to proofread my work, get back the corrections to me and then me to get it back to them so they can proof again? How long will all that take? How long will I need to launch and publicise my book so people outside of my family Because we know that our family are always the first to buy into our dreams. So we don't really need to advertise to them. But I do need to think about how long I would need to market my book so people outside of my family know that the book is finished and available for sale. Now, I'm not sure if there are other tasks you would need to consider if this is you. But I hope you get the idea of what I mean by planning and calendaring. Now, when you've identified your key priority and you've mapped it out in terms of planning and calendaring, when complete, you should end up with a roadmap that takes you from idea to completed product. When I set up this podcast, I gave myself six months to complete the process from start to finish. I mapped out the first 10 episodes of the podcast because I wanted these episodes to carry the main themes of my podcast message. I gave myself four weeks to complete the research 
and write up the episodes. Because if you ever thought that I just get onto the airwaves and talk, you'd be wrong. Each episode is carefully crafted to make sure my messages are on point, that they're clear and that they're properly researched. My next task was to research the supermarket of podcast hosting platforms. If you ever thought that you can just throw a podcast up into the ether, you'd be right. You can just throw anything up there. But if you want to be taken seriously, you have to look for a platform that's going to respect your work and be consistent in the things the platform needs to do to give your work credibility. So I had to check who was offering me what and what the reviews were about their services before finally settling on a hosting platform. Then there was publicising the podcast. I gave myself four weeks to publicise the launch of the podcast because I felt I needed to give people enough time to sort out how they were going to access my podcast content. Now, I can't remember the other small tasks, but just from what I've mentioned, I remember coming very close to my 20-week schedule to launch my podcast. And I also remember needing every bit of that time. So don't skimp on your planning and calendaring. That said, make sure you include everything in your plans. Make sure you include enough time to complete the tasks. But most importantly, don't give yourself too much time that you don't give yourself the gift of done. Because let me tell you, when you finish your work and achieve your goals, this can be the greatest gift of all that you have given yourself your living your best life in Africa plan. How do I know? You're listening to that gift as we speak. And finally, number four on my list was to take action by looking at all the plan tasks I had identified in my number three action and then identifying first steps for each task. And I did this so that I would know that after congratulating myself for achieving the writing down and prioritising of my goals for the year, that I would then know what the very first thing was that I would need to do to get on the action path of achieving my goal. When I think back to the launch of the podcast, after feeling pretty pleased with myself for finally deciding to do this thing, the very first task I set myself was to name my podcast. Now, you might think to yourself, that's a strange place to start. Wouldn't you start by looking at the theme or what you're going to write about? And all these are perfectly plausible places to start. But for me, naming the podcast was a very difficult thing to do. I kid you not, this one area caused me the most stress. And that's why I picked it first, because I knew it would. Remember, I had made a massive branding mistake in one of my past experiences of launching a business. So I had form for getting it wrong. 
and I didn't want to get it wrong this time. So it took me ages to throw up names, roll them around on my tongue and imagine people saying the names of my podcast and then deciding whether the name would be easy or difficult for people to remember. It took ages. But you know what? I'm glad I set this as my first task because when I came up with the name, this then led me on to my themes and after my themes came my topic and so on and so on. And here we are at episode 38 and the podcast has been up and running for 38 weeks with a 20 week leading planning time. So although you're only on episode 38, I am at this thing for over a year. And so I'm clapping for my own self. And what I want you to do is to give yourself the gift of finished. Give yourself the gift of done by setting first steps and quality relevant actions that you need to take to get yourself firmly on the path to achieving your priorities by making things happen as you have planned them out. Now, after listening to this podcast, I want you to mark a day in your diary where you're going to sit down and complete tasks one to four. You're going to need at least half a day. But if you can give yourself a day over this festive season where we tend to have a little bit more time off, then take the day. I want you to be brave about this and hit the work head on because I want you to make 2020 your year and the 20s your decade. New decade, new you. If you're feeling particularly brave, I want you to share your one thing from each of the four areas and put this on the Living Your Best Life in Africa Facebook page. So for me, I decided to set up a podcast. That was my one thing. One thing that I decided I was not going to compromise over was not putting the podcast out every week at the expected time. The first action that I took was to name my podcast. So those were my top three. And I want you to think about doing the same for each of those three key actions, with the fourth action being to get it done. And if you put it on the Facebook page, what it will do is advertise to anybody that wants to read it that you're serious about doing this thing. And that public declaration will also help to keep you on track and to hold yourself to account. Keep looking at the Facebook page for my top three actions for this year, because I'm no different to you. I've set up the podcast. What's the next thing that I'm going to be doing? So I'm going to be putting actions one to three on the podcast, with the fourth action being to get it done, because I also want to hold myself to account. So I want you to keep looking at the Facebook page for my top four things this year. And I'll also try to do some teaching on our vegan baking page, maybe by actually trying to bake something and showing you 
my plans for achieving this and then getting it done. Do I know how to bake? No, but who knows? There might be a thing in starting to bake from start to finish. So I think it would be really good just to show you how you can put your plans out there and act on them. So keep listening for that. I'm keeping it short and sweet this week because I really want you to leave feeling inspired. And I hope you can sense the inspiration in my voice because me, I'm rubbing my hands because I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing this year. Stay with me and grow with me. All that remains for me to say is happy holidays to you and the blessings of Kwanzaa to you and your family. Now get to work. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher, and for this week, I'm out.